Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, brother? I am fired up for a great weekend. Uh, Independence Day right around the corner. We are recording this on a Friday morning, East Coast. A couple days is Independence Day. Uh, I have the honor of queuing a 4th of July convergence. Uh, and so it's going to be moderately diabolical to severely fun. And that'll be a blast. Just just good to be with the guys on the holiday weekend. We have a guy here, Red Dragon, refers to 4th of July as an All-American Day. So my commitment to the PAX is to have an All-American Day. And then we get to stick around and uh, offer up a Q&A. We are about to starfish and launch the uh, Northern Alliance region, which is Summerfield and Oak Ridge, north of Greensboro, or as we call it, Southern Virginia. So again, we're growing. I'm fired up for it. How about you? Well, I have one question about all that. Are there going to be short shorts and a mullet or patriotic something involved? Maybe a tank top, you know, sun's out, guns out. You got to let me know. How's the wardrobe for your, your queue on Monday? They don't know it yet, but by the time this drops, they will have known it, that there is a there is a trophy to be given out for the best dress packs member. It is yeah, out, guns out. If I see a t-shirt with Abraham Lincoln riding a T-Rex carrying a bazooka and or an American flag. America, uh, that could baby. Be bonus yeah, that could be bonus points. Uh, so yeah, we always go hog wild and just, just enjoy the heck out of the day and have a blast doing it. Fantastic. So I read something this week I wanted to share. A lot of guys have probably already seen it. Um, and to answer your question, good, man. It's going, <laughs> things are going well. Thanks for asking. Um, but I, I read something that Dredd put out uh, called the Q's Creed. Have you seen this? I have. It, it's, it's printed up and it's in the next draft of StuffWorthTrying.com. Very nice. Well, I'm going to go and share it a little, uh, little bit of uh, a teaser for, for upcoming documentation. But there are 10 things on the Q's Creed. One, I'm responsible for the outcome. Two, I'll take charge because I'm in charge. Three, I'll use proper cause to exhibit confidence. Four, I will challenge every man, but I will hurt no man. Five, I will use adversity to encourage durability. Six, I will remember that this is about the packs and not about my ego. Seven, if I cannot perform an exercise correctly, I will not call it. Eight, I will not take myself too seriously. Nine, I will inspire the men to cue as I have. And 10, I will return to the COT with every man that started. I think those are 10 pretty solid things to run with. And, uh, and I think what I'm hearing is on number eight, I will not take myself too seriously. Sounds like you're going to have that in full force on Monday. Uh, a little bit. I am, I am Thomas the boy and I approve this message. Good stuff. What are we talking about today, Tommy? Yeah, I'm excited. We've got two great guys who uh, immediately jumped on the opportunity to speak about engaging our 2.0s uh, and, and setting the tone by teaching them how to lead. So stewardship of the F3 mission, I think of this as generational impact. So we can call it a lot of different things, but uh, I think today we just call it generational impact, starting with uh, the first three Fs. So what better way to, to introduce our guys? So we've got two men with us today. Squid, I'll start with you because you're the first on my screen. Give us a little bit of a name Rama followed by who EH'd you and how long you've been doing F3. Yeah, uh, Brandon Moore, 41, Squid. Um, in F3 Evansville, I was EH'd by um, packs named Air Supply over in Louisville um, back in 2019. Outstanding. How'd you wind up with the name Squid? Uh, I was sitting in the uh, uh, in circle. I was I worked for a cat dealer, so large equipment, uh, throwing around some names like Dozer and some bigger stuff. And they're like, yeah, no, none of that stuff's going to work. 
Uh, so I said, well, I was in the Navy, and they started throwing around Navy, Navy terms, and uh, they landed on squid. So it worked for me. Got it. A little ping pong name and Rama. I like it. That's Everybody right. gets a suggestion. And then uh, <laughs> kickflip, kick I got you next in the rotation, man. Same questions. Uh, name Rama, how long have you been doing H three uh, F3, and how would you wind up with kickflip? Yeah, buddy. Uh, David Greer, 40 kickflip. I'm from the Knoxville region. I've been doing it for about three years now. And uh, my first post was, uh, my EH was by Archie. Archie drug me out. Uh, and uh, my first post was here at the AO called The Project. And a, a Samoan prince of a man named Snackletooth took us through the ring and I about died and loved it. <laughs> loved it. And it's been out a bunch since. And how'd you wind up with kickflip? Are you a lifelong Tony Hawk pro skater player? or what is Well, kind of. No, I... <laughs> Uh, I didn't know about the circle of trust at the end when we, and so they said, okay, we're done with the workout. Now get in the middle of this circle and tell us about yourself. And I go, so just going through there and they're looking for something. I wasn't giving them much. And they said, well, what about embarrassing stories? And I, I can't think of any. And uh, now I can think of a hundred to tell them, right? <laughs> um, a buddy of mine. So Archie uh, knew me from St. Louis and uh, shout out to F3 St. Louis. Those guys are on fire. Um, but he and I grew up there together. And so he said, well, why don't you tell them about when we were like teenagers and you would skateboard around town terrorizing the city and you had the purple hair and the painted fingernails and all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> yes. that was my thing, man. I was a skateboarder. So kick outstanding. Which is a skateboard trick. So I got to know, follow-up question. When you're skating around with purple hair and painted nails, what, what's in your earphones? What's playing on your, your yellow uh, Walkman? Oh, man. Yeah, probably uh, <laughs> mid-late 90s, Nirvana. Uh, food fighters, yeah, that kind of stuff. All right, approved. You you passed the you passed the smell <laughs> test. Well, listen, fellas, here's the goal of today. I want you each to share about what you got going on in your regions as it pertains to uh, training up the next generation of leaders. Uh, we'll dive into the the why, the how, and the why, and then maybe some pitfalls and things. But by the end of our conversation, our goal for the listeners is to inspire them to do to do something similar, or at least pick up a nugget and run with the baton in their region. Uh, Kickflip. Since we left off with you, I'll pick up with you um, just because you had sent me some great notes. But in short, tell us what you got going on in Knoxville, and then we'll get into the how and the why, because I want to hear what Squid's got uh, happening as well. Sure, buddy. So uh, Knoxville as a region uh, kind of has ad hoc 2.0 workouts going on from different times. And uh, about a year and a half ago, we had one at JUCO, one of the AOs, is a uh, spring break. And a guy named Survivor said, hey, why don't the kids come out and we'll do it? And uh, several of us who go to that AO and another um, loved it so much that we said, man, we got we to gotta replicate this. We got to do this. And uh, in fact, let's do it routinely and regularly. Let's set it up to be the first Saturday of every month. Uh, we'll do a 2.0 workout. So that's what we do. Uh, we shoot for the first Saturday. We actually don't do it rain or shine. We only do it when it's nice. We have to scoot that back maybe a week or two. Uh, every once in a while, the weather's not going to be nice. Um, but And uh, we don't do it at 5.30. We do it at 9 in the morning. And uh, it's much more family-friendly at that time. So, nice. I love it. Makes sense. You're removing a lot of barriers, especially for groggy-headed little kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, groggy-headed 16-year-old <laughs> boys, for that matter. What about you, Squid? Yeah, so we... Uh... I had a little bit of experience with uh, having 2.0s out of the workout. Um, when I was in Louisville, my home AO, 
um, especially through uh, COVID, through the pandemic and all that, we had uh, Gentleman Birdie brought both his boys out, uh, Slugger and Firing Pin. Um, they were eight and 10 years old, and they were out there all the time with us. We were out there uh, three times a week, and they were fired up for it. And it was really neat to see that dynamic as they kind of got rooted in and started taking the lead. They would have the cue. So you've got an eight-year-old out there leading 50-year-old men um, around the parking lot. And it was just, it was really a neat dynamic. Um, but it's kind of a rare thing to have kids be able to come out that often, that early. Um, and that was kind of a unique situation because everything was shut down. So fast forward a little bit over here in Evansville, um, we've got three workouts during the week and we were wanting to try to get a Saturday going. And so we decided that because we have three days that are us guys, you know, as, as the adults, um, we have launched about a month ago, we launched what we're calling Datter Day. Uh, so every Saturday morning, seven o'clock, uh, we've got a park down by the river that we go to. And if you've got kids, bring them out. If you don't, that's cool too. Um, and have seen pretty good success out of that. Um, we have start, like I said, we do it at seven o'clock. So still early enough that it doesn't interfere with everybody's day, but late enough that it doesn't feel like you're going to die when you wake up. Um, mm. So like I said, been doing that for about a month and we go every day or every Saturday because it's really easy for something to come up. Um, kids are out of town for sports or vacations or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, before you know it, it's been two, three months before you've had a chance to get out. So, um, with doing it each week, uh, there's able to maintain a little bit of that consistency. And the kids are getting to build a little bit of that strength without feeling that they're going to die after every single time they come out. So, Yeah, I know in uh, our, my home region, we have F3 dads that we do in the summer months. So we'll have our workout in the morning, you know, our routine 630 in the morning to 730. And then at nine, we all reconvene back at the same spot with our 2.0s, boys and girls. Uh, aging basically if they can walk themselves now some guys will bring their their babies with them and that's fine you just have a coupon uh, but uh we we have we call that uh, a, we call that a coupon a coupon because that will most likely happen you will be pooped on uh so we we do that with the with the shorties and we tend to have games and we'll finish up with some popsicles and some waters and things uh, but I, i've got a question for you guys when you guys do your dadder days and when you do the 2.0s you know at the workouts is this both genders bo both boys and girls or is it just boys what do you guys do in your home regions we do both we so basically um, like i said we're at a park down at the riverfront so we try to keep it school-aged kids just generally able to follow instruction and not have to worry about them darting out or whatever um, but yeah, we've, we've done, um, we do both genders, um, as far as we see it with what we're trying to accomplish, I'm trying to build those bonds with the dads and their 2.0s and we need to build those not with just our young men, but our young women also. And so, uh, it does make a neat opportunity for us to, uh, to get out with all of our kids and, um, and, and work alongside of them. Yeah, what about same, you, Kickflip? Yeah, we do the 2.0 workouts, boys and girls. And uh, I'd say the average age is probably 8 to 10. Um, but then there's a bell curve, right? There's uh, there's one kid who comes every time he's three years old and loves it and crushes it. Uh, and then maybe 12, 13-year-olds will show up once in a while. But, yeah. So when it comes to 
you know, the why, what, what were, were there patterns that you saw aside from kids showing up or, and it may, that may be the answer uh, and or was it uh, a, a foreseen opportunity to expand the, the outreach uh, and the impact? Uh, and then, and then and if, if you'll take that next level of question, how did you build your quote unquote SLT or who did you pull alongside of you to help launch these endeavors? And that's an open question. question. Yeah, go for it. Whoever wants to. You mean me to repeat it? Is that what you said? Yeah. No, I was just going to let. Oh, okay. So how did, what patterns did you see forming? And then who did you pull in to help you guys launch the endeavor? I can answer so that. One on, oh, go ahead. I just, uh, I'll, I'll answer them in reverse order. The, uh, the who pulled them in, shout out to Mathlete and biohack from the very beginning. These guys were just on fire for I mean, just love the idea of it. And then more recently, a, a guy named Skewer has jumped in. And so that's kind of the, the SLT for the 2.0 workouts in Knoxville. Um, as far as the why, I would actually say it's kind of evolving. You know, it started out initially as, uh, you know, we've got kids at home who know how much we love F3. And we can tell them about it around the dinner table, but we want them to experience it. Mm -hmm. And uh, to bring them out and to see what it's like to do that hard workout, to stand there sweating and panting in the circular trust and pray with each other with your arms around each other, it's powerful. And the kids love seeing that and knowing that their dads are doing that five days a week with each other. And then I'd say the evolution of that has kind of become more outward focused for us, where before we were serving essentially ourselves and our families. What we'd really love to see this turn into is kind of a community service you know, nowhere else are the kids in this community being offered a hard workout and talk about virtue. Um, and so look, we can do that. All right, we specialize in that. And so we can offer that to these kids and uh, who may or may not be getting any of that at home or at school or at church or whatever else. Um, so How about you, Squid? Yeah, so... Um... Like I said, we were we were working out three days a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and was trying to find another way to get some other guys involved. Um, wanted to find one, wanted to push the the time back already before we started talking about trying to get the kids out. Um, we've got guys working different shifts and a lot going on, and so um, our thought was, you know, what if we can get something that starts a little bit later? Maybe we can get them hooked through a Saturday workout and then get them then to start coming out during the week um, once they realize they actually like getting up and, and pushing themselves and getting better, then maybe we can get them to get up early and do the same thing. Um, but then as we were having the conversations, realized that kind of the same thing, you know, we've got kids at the house that are curious about what it is we're doing, and um, they were pretty excited about it. My 16-year-old daughter has talked for a while. She's like, Dad, I want to come work out. She's like, I'm going to put my hair up and I'm going to be like Milana. I'm just going to come work out. She's like, they're not going to know. And uh, so it starts getting you thinking, of like, okay, what, what does that look like? And so that's where uh, we felt Saturdays was an opportunity to kind of reach both sides. Like, well, we can get the kids out and we can start a little bit later and maybe get some of these other guys in the community out. Um, but yeah, it, and it is in a short time, it's already shown um, to be something that's uniquely powerful um, in the opportunity to engage with our kids. Um, one of our packs here, Hallelujah, a comment that he made 
was that there's really nowhere else that you're going to get out that your kid is cheering you on. Um, so it's, it's not just us getting out there rooting for our kids. And, you know, we do that all the time. You know, we're their biggest cheerleaders. But to get out somewhere where your kid is watching you struggle and they're like, come on, Dad, you got it, just one more or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and to be able to start to build that. And, to, and something that we're trying to emphasize with these kids also is that look around the circle, see the men in this circle, and know that when you're out in the community, these men have your back. So if you are somewhere and you need something, these faces are friends. We've got you. I think that's the beauty of, of both things. And Ajay, I didn't mean to step on you because I know you got a question, but I just want to kind of put a, a pin in that because it's so damn important that any region that starts the, these these 2.0 programs, we'll call it for lack of a better term right now. I love the term dadder day. I'm going to totally steal that. I mean, borrow that, mm. but um, <laughs> is is the concept of, and let me frame the context of my, my quick statement. Uh, we were watching the news. I was watching the news in the background this week while prepping dinner. It's just myself uh, and my 2.1 Wookiee. And he, he was watching, I guess he was watching it. I didn't realize it. And he said, is this what leadership looks like? And it was a very disappointing recap of what's going on across the globe, really. And I said, it's absolutely not. And he said, well, what, what is virtuous leader? What is leadership? And I replied with it. It's ideally it's that which is led in love and virtue. And to his credit and to the credit of all workouts start with the mission statement, and that he's been to many, is that he, he spotted that it was F3, that the mission of F3 ideally bleeds into how we set the example. And both of you guys stated exactly that, that the kids come out and get to see struggle, uh, how you overcome struggle, that you're never alone, mm-hmm. and that you seek out those that have virtuous uh, beacons, right? And those are the people you want to pull into your circle. And that's what you want to be a part of. So I love that at an early age, not only are you explaining to to kids, you know, what a virtue is, what determination is, what authenticity is, you're showing them in a Saturday workout and just so happens, maybe there's a water balloon fight at the end of it, right? So good times. IJ, over to you, man. I was just going to say my, uh, my kids call F3 the F3 guys call them my F3 buddies. And uh, are, are we going to see your buddies? on? Do we get to go see your buddies on Saturday? And, uh, and the encouraging part, you know, um, you're exactly right. Nowhere else do, because we're on the sidelines cheering for our kids at whatever their sporting event is, but they don't get to do that on the other side. But what's also neat is when uh, this past Saturday, the site queue said, all right, dads, your youngest one on your back, we're doing Merkins. Mm-hmm. And so just the coolest thing in the world. The kids just think that's so neat. And then you finish those Merkins. All right, dads, your oldest one on your back. And you're like, holy cow, this is starting to get heavy. Um, but it's just so much fun. Um, and it's, I think it's important for our kids to see that it's okay for adults to have a fun time, to play around like kids. And that's what keeps us coming back. So got a couple of questions and I'll start with kickflip. What have you guys seen that's been successful? You know, what, what kind of pointers would you give to some of these other regions that would like to start up a dadder day or have some 2.0s out there? What are those successful things that you've implemented that you think other regions should kind of learn from? Yeah, uh, you know, a couple of things that we've learned just in execution is simplicity is key. Uh, they just keep it simple, right? Just so simple uh, that uh, clarity of the message is key. And so if you've got 
anywhere from five to say 12 year olds, uh, some of them are going to get it as soon as you say it. Others are going to re require you to kind of communicate in a different way with a lot of clarity and a lot of, you know, uh, simplicity. Uh, so simple is key and clarity is key. Now, as far as the workouts themselves, what is what are the most popular things? It seems to be kind of in two, two uh, categories. Anytime we do races of any kind, you know, foot races, bear crawl races, uh, broad jump race, whatever, whatever, whatever. The kids love to race each other and especially love to race their dads. Yep. Um, and what they really love is when you do a race. And like you said, with the dads doing the Merkins with the kid on the back, the dad has some kind of handicap in the race. Maybe it's a run to this or every poll you do uh, Merkins and the kids do five and the dads do 10 or, yep. you know, whatever. And so you try and do it in a way that you give the kids even just a slight advantage over their father. And if they can win, I mean, they just love that. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing that we do a lot of uh, is do games, you know, workout games. Um, and what we remind ourselves is that we're not doing kiddie workouts. We're doing F3, scaled down versions of F3 workouts. That's what we want to really show our kids. So we don't want to do goofy little games uh, for kids, but rather we want to do intense workouts scaled down to a kid version. Uh, but if you can play a game, um, I'm trying to think of some, it's simple as an infection tag, if you know what that is. You know, we might say, this is the boundaries and we're going to do infection tag, go. And now you're just sprinting around for four minutes solid, you know, and having a blast. We do another one, similar bear infection, where you might have a small space and everybody's a crab except for one bear. If the bear touches you, you become a bear. And uh, so then you're just crab walking and, and bear crawling all over the place after each other. So stuff like that is just really, really a hit with the kids. Squid, what about you? What are you seeing? Same thing up in Evansville. Yeah, so um, I definitely agree on on trying to make it fun. Um, something that I've said for a long time, anytime I lead a workout, is trying to bridge that gap from um, trying to challenge the guys that come out that are just beast mode and trying not to kill the guy that comes out that's new. Well, it's no different for data days. Trying to engage the guys that they feel like they leave with a good workout, but trying not to make it so difficult that the kids leave feeling defeated. Um, so some of the things that, that we see, like Adora does great um, because ends up the dad is carrying a lot of the weight because he's doing more reps, right? But the kid's doing his part and he's working alongside it or they're working alongside of their dad. Um, they're working together towards a common goal. And so you kind of get that shared suffering that you know that they're bearing that load together so stuff like that works well um absolutely anytime you can do races or competitions we did one where uh we've got like an amphitheater and we bear crawls towards each other and did high five markings when you got to your dad mm -hmm. and so you know stuff like that was kind of neat um and then like duck duck goose can be an incredible workout um so we did that and there was a penalty if you got caught or didn't get caught whichever uh, position you had we did um so we modified them because we had kids we did monkey pumpers instead of <laughs> instead of monkey humpers um, but but there was a penalty right so uh, everybody had an opportunity to to go around the circle and um you know they would end up be kind of touching somebody they were comfortable with so they'd be chasing their dad around the circle and if they tagged their dad they got to make their dad do a penalty right um so any of that type stuff where um yeah races make it fun but finding a way that the kids 
put in work and break a sweat, but the dad leaves and like, man, that was rough. And the kid's like, that wasn't too bad, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it's a good workout for, for both, but still a lot of laughs, a lot of encouragement, um, try to keep it light. Hey, it's great. We've got a, these are fantastic ideas that again, I'll be stealing. Um, we have a, a borrowing Tommy boy, borrowing. Bar- borrowing. Sorry. Yeah. I'll edit that out <laughs> and post. We, we have a, a, a newer, relatively newer guy who has recently accepted the shovel flag at the beginning of summer and turned what was a, a, a lower attended AO, not because of popularity, but because of geography into one of Saturday's most popular. And he did it mm-hmm. by having the F3 dad's summer games and each week is a different sport kickball soccer basketball you know whatever and guys are showing up with their 2.0s and droves and it's a it's a blast to see for all the reasons we've been talking about you're paying it forward you're you're setting uh you're planting seeds in deep soil of the f3 credo uh of the f3 mission statement of the f3 core principles and it's just it's just fun right um and at the end, they have, I think, IJ, you said it, popsicles and cafeterias on site. And the kids just get to see what it looks like. My favorite part is, as my oldest is my daughter, a 16-year-old daughter, is having the kids, whether it's a young boy seeing what good friendships look like mm-hmm. or a young lady seeing what authentic, positive male role models look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's incredibly important. They always, you always hear the stories of your daughter dates, dates to the older version or the younger version of you for better or for worse. Right. And if you can <laughs> layer on what a good man looks like, that's a really awesome thing. And to not just, again, not just talk about it, but to give them a living example or living examples of what that looks like. So I think that's great. Uh, we wouldn't, we would be remiss if we didn't ask the question, are there any pitfalls that you guys have seen that you could coach up guys to avoid? I know you kind of hit on a few things of maybe, you know, I like the idea of scaling it depending on if it's for a PAX member or their 2.0, but anything else that you've seen that you would recommend, Hey, be on the lookout for, or, you know, for whatever reason, completely avoid blank. And if the answer is no, the answer is no, but like I said, would be remiss not to ask. I know on on our side, um, I've seen several places, conversations come up. There are just some guys that don't want to come work out with with kids, you know, for whatever that is that they've got going on. Um, so being mindful of uh, making sure that the opportunities are there um, for those guys to get their work in. And you know what? Saturday's not for everybody, and that's okay. But there's a need for it, and so we're going to keep pushing through it and make sure that for the guys that, that that's not their thing, that we've got plenty of opportunities for them to get out and do their thing as well. Modify is necessary, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. What a concept. Kickflip, anything from your end, man? Yeah, kind of the same. I wouldn't call it a pitfall, but maybe something we learned over time is modify. Modification is necessary. And, you know, it makes sense when you, when you say it out loud, but I don't think we realize early on that the kids' limitations are much lower than our own. So, we were having them run too far. <laughs> hmm. We were expecting it to be too much. And we were expecting the attention span to be longer than it was. So we found that if you change up the routine more frequently and you have kind of short modules, right, uh, you're going to get a lot more success. If you try and expect them to do something for 20 straight minutes, um, now they're going to lose attention and, and they'll go off and do their own thing. We're still uh, talking about kids, right? Not the past. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, right. Both. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you started talking about dumbing down the explanation. I'm thinking, wait, those are just kids? Because yeah. I still have to over-explain the three-man grinder. So, <laughs> If it requires a PowerPoint presentation, it's probably a little bit too much. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, the uh, the song and dance and the, and the uh, choreographed dancing is probably a bit too much. But Some um, of my favorite things about the uh, F3 Dads workouts um, – are the the cot when you go around the circle and you've got these fngs the friendly new gal friendly new guy and uh and you get these names uh my daughter is sweet pea mm-hmm. my son is uh is bowberry and you'll hear these there's one a bumblebee jabonjon or something i don't even know what this stuff is but God bless it's really you. cool yeah exactly um one one of the things that kit clip put in his notes um that i think is really important for us to notice because this is you know, a few weeks after our safety topic, but at that hour, those, those parking lots are a little bit busier than they are at 515, 530 in the morning. So, and with little kids, sometimes they'll run off in another direction. So you got to keep your eye on the swivel, not just you watching your kids, you're watching all kids. Cause some of these, some of these kids will run and just dart towards something shiny. So you got to make sure that no one's running out into the streets, but there's one added benefit we didn't mention. The, your M gets a morning where she doesn't have to deal with the 2.0s, the shorties in the house. So if that means she gets to have a cup of coffee in silence, you know, that goes a long way, man. So even if that means that the workout is only 30 minutes versus 45 to an hour, maybe go grab something to eat on the way home or spend a couple extra minutes at the playground before you head back to the house. Give the M a little bit of a break because uh, let's be honest, she deserves it. No doubt. Gentlemen, this has been awesome. I uh, can't thank you enough. And it's like I said, this is something that F3 Greensboro does. IJ, obviously, it sounds like your region has some uh, success as well. So the hope here, again, is that this gets uh, a great concentric effect, the ripple effect across the F3 nation. Gentlemen, before we log off, do you have any final thoughts? And if not, that's fine. Uh, but I want to make sure guys hear from you last as well as know how to reach out to you if they have additional questions. So uh, again, Squid, because you're first on my screen, why don't you kick us off? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm on uh, the nation's Slack channel, uh, Squid with uh, F3 Evansville, so uh, I can be found there. Um, no, I just encourage the guys to, to give it a shot, um, step outside your comfort zone, um, take that opportunity to, to get out and, and to break a sweat with your kids. Um, with with the other guys with their kids and um, yeah give it a shot I mean it's it's been it's been incredibly powerful for the guys here awesome squid thanks for being on man kickflip you're going to pull double duty Uh, final words from you but also uh, I'd love for you to share our challenge worth trying this week before you log off sure buddy Uh, final words from me like uh, squid was saying go ahead and give it a try it's a lot of fun and it's easier than than you think it's going to be it's just having fun with your kids uh, so and it's and it's definitely well worth the effort that you're going to put into it. So, uh, parting words I'd say uh, to you and uh, to Tommy Boy to Italian Job, I just appreciate the work that you put into this podcast. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I love just the, the different ideas that you guys put out there, and really appreciate it. Um, uh, appreciate F3 as an organization. It's really made a difference in my life. So, just this little bit of time that I got to share some ideas with you, uh, it's my my uh, pleasure to do that. My privilege. So. Um, the second part, well, oh, the challenge, the challenge. Uh, so I mentioned to you, we have a multi-part challenge that we do weekly at RAO. And there's a leadership component to it, a faith component to it, but there's a fitness component to it. And it started week one of the year, but you could start it today. 
uh, and, it, and it's small incrementing uh, increases. So week one of the year, January 1st, we did each day 10 push-ups, 10 seconds of plank and one pull-up, easy. You do that every day. Uh, and then every week you increment it by 10 more push, uh, 10 more markets, 10 more seconds of plank, one more pull-up. So we're in week 26 right now. And every day it's either 20, 260 Merkins, 260 seconds of plank, 26 pull-ups. Uh, you can pick one of those three, or if you do all three, we give you what you call a trident on Slack. You earn your trident for the day if you get all three done. Uh, and it's really been amazing to see guys who couldn't do 40 push, 40 Merkins uh, January 1 are crushing out 260 a day now. Uh, and it's just because if you can do 60, well, you can do 70. If you can do 70, you can do 80. And uh, it's just that small increment week by week that makes the impossible, the seemingly impossible seem possible. So. Yeah, great, great ending to a great conversation. You start small, aka 2.0s or one Merkin, yeah. uh, and, and you, you know you, you end up with a lot of success under your belt, especially in in that incremental victory. So, uh, gentlemen, there's your challenge for the week. Get out there, and if you're not part of the Knoxville challenge, tomorrow is your day one. So have fun with that. <laughs> Uh, and, and if you're on the IR, you know, this is a great way to slowly rebuild. The worst thing you can do is dive back in and just rip your shoulder right out of its socket for the mm -hmm. third time in a row. <laughs> so start, start small, man, and build big, build a big success. Italian job. Uh, final thoughts from you, my friend. I just appreciate Squid and Kickflips sharing some stories with us. Um, the only reason, the only way that we can have content to cover, because Tommy Boy, let's be honest, you and I are not very smart. Um, no. we, we're not even pretty we're just, no. we just happen we just happen to know how to press record on a on a zoom meeting but we would have no content if it weren't for men, men like kickflip and squid who pull out um, and share us share some content from their home regions uh, we're only as good as what information is provided to us so if anyone has any ideas reach out to us on the slack channel the stuff we're trying slack channel or f3swt on twitter or Tommy Boy at F3Nation.com, ItalianJob at F3Nation.com. We're always looking for new content. But Squid and Kickflip, thank you guys so much for sharing with us this morning and for sharing with the men of the nation. Um, you never know the impact you're having, and you may never hear from another region that says, we took some of those ideas, borrowed some of those ideas. Um, but that's because you men were willing to share. So thank you very much. Tommy Boy, I'll let you close us out, brother. Yeah. Uh Again, I agree with all of that. F3 is free, which means we do not pay for it, which means we are called to give it away. Squid, kickflip, echoing the sentiment of thank you for giving it away to the nation. I'm excited to see how this grows in other areas as regions themselves grow by their PACS numbers and find new and creative ways to give it away. Gentlemen, as always, be good or be good at it. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs>